Yo, ladies and gentlemen, in this episode, I interview the amazing, the incredible Mr. Cameron Byfield. He's an up-and-coming country music artist, and he has a song that just released called Let's Go Brandon. I talked to him about it, what was his inspiration behind it, what is his message behind it, and I also talked to him what the heck needs to be fixed in today's America. It's a pretty intriguing interview. I love it a lot. I think you will like it too. So let's get started. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome to the Chris Tub Show. I'm so happy that you guys are here. I am here with Cameron Byfield. He is a country music artist. He has an amazing song called Let's Go, Brandon. Uh, Cameron, dude, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for joining the show. <laughs> thank you for having me, man. Really um, stoked to be here. Dude, yeah. I, I absolutely love your song because what I love about it is, of course, you know, it's saying let's go Brandon and everything like that, but it has that country music feel. That's, I really, really like that. And I think that's why a lot of people liked it in the very first place. Man, I appreciate that. Yeah, that was kind of the whole, the whole intention when I was writing the song was, you know, I was, I was kind of seeing what was going on with the whole let's go Brandon movement and, yeah, and it's great. But a lot of it was, you know, memes. So I was like, you know, what if what if somebody takes like a very real approach to it and uh, mm-hmm. talks about some real world issues that are, you know, I, you know, I wanted to make something a little bit more sentimental, um, mm-hmm. but also incorporate the meme into it. So, yeah, well, you can feel that in your song. I mean, just through the lyrics and everything. It, to me, this is what it shows is that it's more of a song of bringing people back together, back to the American roots um, yep. is that kind of what you were trying to bring yeah, that was to everybody kind of the whole yeah exactly kind of the whole intention like I mean the whole the whole time I was writing that song mm-hmm. I was just thinking about you know 1776 declaration of independence you know yeah it, the whole foundation of this country it, it's that's everything that I wrote about in that song in the chorus at least is is the foundation of America and uh, I mean, it's not, I mean, I, yeah, I guess I would just say that I was kind of shining a light on how important it is to stick to the foundation and, and, you know, not allow manipulation from the left, <laughs> it's, yeah. you know, taking over, you know, it's just, it's communism is what they're attempting. hundred percent. No, I totally agree with you. It, it's, and it, it seems like it's being um, really pushed through the media. And I mean, you're in the media yeah. space. And so, absolutely. Tell me, you know, well, first, first, I want to get to this. I want to, I want to bring it back to like more of your roots. So tell me, like, okay. like your inspiration, your, your country music artist inspiration. Who was it? Um, who is it now? Has it changed? So I, I never really had uh, a huge country music inspiration, actually, believe it or not. Um, hmm. I was a, a rodeo cowboy. I uh, lived out in Arizona for a while. And, and uh, yeah, I was making a living ranching hmm. and stuff like that. So I was, at the time, also kind of taking music seriously, or starting to at least, and, and being in that 
atmosphere all the time, pretty much mm-hmm. got me involved in the country stuff. Um, and all my writing, I, I kind of just developed my own sound and, and started writing, you know, stories of, of my own life or other people's lives that were around me. Um, cause I like to keep my music authentic, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and no, this, I mean, this is stuff that's been, cause I, I watch the news and, and this is all stuff that's been hitting me and I just never really knew how to put it into a song because there's so much going on. It's like, which direction do you even write about? You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I thought the whole let's go Brandon thing was a perfect outlet because I was like, Oh my God, it's an all in one, mm-hmm. you know? But yeah. yeah, going back, going back, I mean, probably my, I grew up listening to punk rock. I grew up listening to eighties hair bands. You know, I grew up listening to everything. Um, who was your favorite artist growing up? Who would you listen to the most or, or song that, that sticks out to you when you first think of something? Uh, definitely. <laughs> um, I'd do anything by simple plan. Okay. My okay. my first concert was 2003 Warp Tour, and it was to see Simple Plan. Yeah, I was five years old. Yeah, five was, years old. I was five years old. I had green spiky hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was a little. I was a little punk kid. Oh my motocross, god! Right? Yeah, yeah. No, and then uh, yeah, moving moving out to Arizona is is kind of what changed uh, my paces a little bit. Mm. Hmm. Living in that atmosphere got me into the country lifestyle. So did you, you, you didn't grow up in Arizona, like you weren't born. No, I, I was uh, born in California. I lived there for about a year and a half, two years. I lived, I grew up in Jersey Okay. and I was there for till I was 16. And then I was in Arizona for the last few years. And uh, this is my first year in Nashville now. Okay. So what brought you to Nashville? Was it the music scene? Did you just want to broaden your you know, your music at like, what, what was it that brought you to Nashville then? It was definitely the music scene. Um, sure. It started actually with an artist in Texas that I got in contact with. Okay. Uh, me and him became good buds and he was signed to a publishing label out here and me and him were writing songs together. So they caught whim of me and um, I moved out here just because I started networking and, and, you know, working with some people out here and it just made sense. You know, I, there's no opportunity really to expand in Arizona musically. Um, but there's definitely some sweet artists that have come out, come out of Arizona. Sorry. Um, Dirk Bentley, Phoenix, mm-hmm. Phoenix boy. Um, but yeah, there's, it's just a great city for, for what, you know, we're doing. I mean, <laughs> in some aspects, it's a great city. <laughs> absolutely i mean it's hard because i have friends out in nashville and they say it's it's pretty woke out there i mean there's a lot of yeah you'd be surprised it's yeah. not as uh it's not as liberal of a city as most people would think okay okay i mean it, I, if it is it's a very quiet liberal city hmm. you know what i mean like, they're not they're not very vocal you don't you don't hear about protests really going on here. I mean, not as of recent, at least. Like, I mean, there's just it's not as it's not as lively as say you know Portland or you know the other Seattle and you know stuff like that. <laughs> oh yeah, New York, California, some like yeah. Los Angeles. Yeah. I mean, yeah, even Denver. So like, I live here in Colorado, and Denver is 
woke as can be it's it's really funny. Mm-hmm. you can feel a totally different vibe like going into the city than out here in the country it's totally, oh yeah totally different oh yeah 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 no it's it's definitely like that here too okay okay definitely like that here it's just not as you know as crazy as some other cities that's absolutely what i was saying you know what i mean yeah no but I'm yeah sure. no definitely leaving the city it's a whole different atmosphere whole different environment yeah yeah and that's you know the majority of tennessee is why i love the state oh, man i have uh, i have family out there and tennessee every time i go out there i'm like mm, it is so flipping tempting to go and move out there man. <laughs> yeah, and i'm like oh right. oh my gosh especially in the fall like your guys oh yeah out there mm-hmm. no I, i've been loving every minute of it it's happening right now i've been that's loving awesome. every minute. that's awesome man well um you know what I've seen recently, probably within the last four years, is there's starting to come a more wokeism, you could say, into mm-hmm. country music, like from other artists that are, I don't know how you would say, it, like grew up in a totally different environment, I guess, with country music. Have you noticed yeah. that? And then what, yeah. what, what do you say, or what would you say that needs to change? Uh, in country music is there anything that you would change or uh, yeah thoughts on that oh man i have thoughts for days on that um you know i think the country i it's hard to say because the industry does change constantly Mm -hmm. so i'm it's on a it's on it's constantly changing but it just moves so slowly that i mean there's not a full full full-blown change until 10 years from now country will sound totally different i mean if you think about like the kenny chesney back in the mid 2000s and stuff you know that was a whole different sound but that's what was going on um now it's more the pop country that's what's going on Mm -hmm. in my opinion i feel like it we're kind of on the tail end of that and we're starting to veer more into a traditional lane again Mm -hmm. which is awesome because yeah, I think I think a lot more traditional sounding artists are starting to get played on radio, and and in my opinion, I think it's you know in the industry, I think it's kind of making, it's implying that it's making moves in the right direction. Yeah, what um, do you think that is though? I honestly have no idea. I think it I think it you know probably has something to do with revenue on their end. Sure. Um, sure. Maybe you know I just. I have no idea, but this would be my best guesstimate. Yeah. Would be that people after five, 10 years probably get tired of the same sounding music. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. So it's just, uh, yeah, it's just probably, probably an attempt at, you know, just making more money. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because in every single industry, there has to be, you have to go with the trends, right? And I yeah, think absolutely. I think, um, like, even I saw there was a new album from Dear Bentley that, uh, no, sorry, Billy Currington, that mm. had a more, like, hip-hop type poppy feel to it. Yeah. And I was like, what the heck is this, man? Like, this is, like, this is totally different. And I get, I mean, look, you look at um, Taylor Swift, who went from country to pop. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. and what's uh, crazy, though, is that a lot of the times the artist doesn't have a say in mm. their sound. Um, if you're signed to a major label like that, um, they're they're 
they want to put out what's making money. So, I mean, if, if you have an idea for a song and it's not going to make them as much money as, you know, this pop song, you're still recording the pop song. Sure. You know? Yeah. That's just, you don't really have a say in that. Um, just cause they're funding the whole project. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what it comes down to. Absolutely. A record deal is essentially just a loan. Hmm. That's a great way of putting it. You're, you're an independent music artist, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I've always been, I, I haven't, I mean, I wouldn't like to stay that way forever. Um, okay. I mean, I think it would be, you know, helpful to have that platform just because, sure. uh, you know, it, it's tough trying to market yourself, I guess. Sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the difficult part. That's the only thing that I've really had trouble with is the marketing. Yeah. And I mean, it's I've had my Instagram for six years as my music account. Mm. Mm. Five, six years. And uh, I mean, I was at 6K up until I put out that song. You know, I just... <laughs> it's not easy to market on uh on social media. It's just because that uh, same thing. I mean, if you want to create a promotion, you got to spend a ton of money. Mm-hmm. It's all about money. And you know, in a lot of independent artists don't have a budget like that. Yeah. You know, I'm a normal dude. I work a normal job. <laughs> yeah. I just yeah. pick the guitar and tell stories and I share, share my thoughts in the way that I know how to share my thoughts. <laughs> no, I hear you, man. It, to your point, it's, it's like a second job to be on social media to promote yourself to yeah yeah content. definitely it's 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 a lot a lot of people yeah do absolutely so. but i love it i absolutely love it not necessarily like staring at a screen all the time i hear you. but i love having conversations like these and i love meeting new people and hearing stories like i'm just that kind of dude yeah. i mean that's i love to travel and i mean that's that's what i really like to do and, and i was in Arizona, I was doing music full time the whole time I was out there. I was just playing, you know, uh, little bar gigs and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, I just haven't done that while I've been in Tennessee because there's not really many places to do it out here. Sure. Yeah. Um, but this is, yeah, this is the first time I've, I've, you know, started working a real job in a while. Hmm. And uh, so it's 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 also me trying to get used to it too because I've never really had to. I don't know how I've never really had to make it work with both. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It takes a lot you of know? balancing. It takes a I lot mean, of attention. I mean, I'm, a, I'm, I'm only 22 right now. So, I mean, I, I was in college and, yeah. and right out of college, I was just playing. I mean, I definitely had my, my jobs and stuff like that. I just never had like a, a career. I never really chased anything. It was always music. It always came back to music and it always will. Um, even the job that I'm working now, I know that I'm not going to be there forever. It's just, it's hard for me to walk in there knowing, you know, music is definitely going to be what I do. And it's, and I don't, you know, I'm not in it to make a ton of money, dude. I mm-hmm. could, I'd be totally, if, if I could just make a living set, yeah, you know, like, yeah. cause all I care about is like, all that would make me, that would just make it so that I'd be able to get out and travel and meet everybody and, and right. play these shows and stuff like that. And, and it does, you know, I, I think it all, it all comes back full circle. And, mm-hmm. and I just, I can't wait. Like right now I'm getting a little bit more opportunity, a little bit more um, uh, freedom from my job. They're super lenient. Um, awesome. awesome people. 
yeah, super great guys. So they let me go whenever I need to play a festival. Absolutely love these guys. I just played the Freedom Rally on the 13th, which is absolutely sweet. I saw that. Um, yeah, Bryce and all the guys were out there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man. Dude, that's awesome. Um, I just got to say, man, you're, you're going back to the point where you're saying you write your own songs and you have your own sound. I think your songwriting skills are top notch. And I think your sound, your voice, everything that you put into your music is incredible. Um, Thank you. Just bring me back to a a moment where during this time, as you're, you know, growing into becoming more of an artist and your own sound, tell me about a struggle that you had during this time and what it was like for you in that time. Oh, Honestly, I think anybody anybody who's an artist in any way, shape, or form has, has had their struggles. I think the struggles spark the creativity mm. in artists. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think the, the pivotal point for me was, was just honestly a super low point in my life. Mm. Um, I kind of coped with a lot of my issues um, through music. It was just therapeutic for me and uh in school i was never a numbers kid i couldn't do sciences couldn't do maths nothing like that but Mm -hmm. i could write a great essay all day long Mm -hmm. and uh and so writing was just my outlet too and it actually started out with poetry i used Mm -hmm. to write poems when i was like eight years old um yeah once i learned how to play the guitar is kind of when i started putting two and two together and and making it happen and it was just once i figured out how to do that yeah that it took off i couldn't stop <laughs> <laughs> so did you like were you naturally gifted uh at singing or did you have to develop it because dude i there's times when i try to sing i'm like i try to hit that high <laughs> note and uh no i i just can't do that man <laughs> <laughs> i don't man and it's that's that's a funny thing too is is I don't think any artist thinks that they, they like the sound of their own voice. I, I personally, you know, like I listen to my own songs back and I'm like, oh, I wish I did that a lot better. Uh, yeah, and then other people are like, that sounds great. I'm like, mm. but um, <laughs> I did. I, I had vocal lessons for a few months. Uh, Just for a few months. Kinda, that's it. Yeah. Well, they, they teach you uh, breathing techniques and stuff like that. And, and scales. And it kind of got to a point where it was, starting to seem a little redundant you know and that's kind of where i stopped and i learned everything that i needed to know in terms of how to breathe properly and and i i kind of went from there because i play classical piano and and guitar and all that so i i was able to you know practice on the piano the scales that i needed to and yeah well it sounds like you're a fast freaking learner man gosh (laughs) (laughs) so that's the only thing oh whatever man i just picked it up a few months we're good yeah well you said it's about the only thing that i can learn fairly quick is music <laughs> yeah because you got a heart for it man you you're passionate about it you're passionate. yeah 100 percent. it's just yeah i've got a, a big old tattoo on my arm with oh man sorry like i busted my leg up so oh seated <laughs> <laughs> no you're good you're good man with my crutches what'd you do a motorcycle accident oh dang man yeah back in august i uh got into an accident i crushed my foot everything below the ankle dude pretty pretty gnarly so they wanted to 
in the ER, they told me I had a 50% chance of waking up without my leg below the knee. And, uh, I mean, turns out I, I've been super fortunate and, and able to keep all of it for the most part. I'm in the long run. Sorry. Going to say it. Trigger warning. Going to lose my big toe. And I already lost my, my pinky toe. A little, or not my wow. pinky, the ring toe. Wow. Dang, man. I got my last surgery. About that. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Everybody um, calls me one one foot wonder at work. <laughs> I love that. That could be your next song title, man. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh man. Uh so yeah, your your song, you know, it went up to number 65 on iTunes chart list. I yeah, it was pretty awesome. I was like, okay, all right, man, all right. I was never expecting that ever. Yeah, in a million years. Yeah, honestly, when I when I put it out, I I put it out on TikTok first. That was the first yep. place I I recorded and put a video there, and it blew up. And I was not expecting it to blow up. Um, it did yeah. My videos my videos have like an average on TikTok for the most yep. part. They yep. they kind of typically get between like fifty and hundred k views, mm-hmm. and uh, I mean. If it gets that amount of views in a certain amount of time, I can tell if it's going to blow up just because, you know, if it gets 50K in a couple hours, I'm like, yeah, well, <laughs> you know, and, and yeah, within like a day or two, it was past a million. And I was like, all right, maybe I should record this. <laughs> I think people <laughs> like it. <laughs> like the yeah. comments were absolutely insane. And I don't think people realize that, like, I fangirl over their comments probably just as much as they enjoy the video. <laughs> like, I said, I read every single comment. Yep. And, uh, I mean, I appreciate every single comment. I mean, people taking the time to, to say anything to me, like, I don't know. I just, yeah. it's crazy that, that people appreciate my music and, and what I'm saying and that, and I'm, I'm super excited to see how many people are on the same page. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I think I, I'm with you. Anytime I put out you know, a video or a post or whatever. I, I do my best. I don't get to everybody. I do my best to you know, yeah. respond well, to it's, every single person I can. It's tough once they start picking up traction just because <laughs> I mean comments get lost. Yeah. When there's when there ends up being thousands of comments, I you know, I try it. I mean, I'll sit there and try and read them all, but every second it's just a new one pops up. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> like I can't keep up. But Instagram I can you know Instagram I try and get back with everybody because it's a lot slower pace yeah yeah tiktok's um, definitely not an interactive platform no in it's hard of, man it is yeah. hard I, I hear you man I totally do i totally do um yeah man uh i just want to go back to more about what we were talking about in the beginning with the media you being in the media um yeah. you know we're you and i were both in the media realm you know, on TikTok, creating videos and doing all this stuff. And so what do you think we need to do as a nation to combat (laughs) the media? Like is, you know, you see people getting banned from Twitter left and right. You know, I know that there are some ideas that are being created to, you know, counteract that and everything, but I don't know. I just want to get your thoughts on that as what, what do you think uh, we need to do? I, I honestly think that the media is fighting themselves at this point. I think, yeah, I think it's coming to a point where they're digging themselves so deep 
Mm-hmm. I mean, most of the country is just is is starting to notice the BS now. Uh, that's the reality of it. Right. And I mean, especially with the whole, I don't know if you saw today how um, uh, NBC is now banned from the Rittenhouse trial. I saw that. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's just stuff like that just keeps happening. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's not even at that point, that's not even a matter of left or right. That's just a matter of right and wrong. You don't follow the jurors and try and expose anything about them. You know, that's not that's not even a political issue. That's just a moral issue. You don't do that. Yeah. But when you're representing a media company, you know, that definitely gives me that vibe from the whole media company. Like, that's what these people are into. Yeah. You know, clearly they're not going to be honest about the media that they're putting out if they're if they're comfortable sending their their people out to do stuff like that. So I think, you know, back to to the initial question, I think we just need to keep doing what we're doing. Mm. I think with, with the public accounts that are out there now, like DC Drano and the typical liberal, and you know, like the big guys, those, those dudes are, they're running the game right now. And there's, I don't think there's going to be a day where they get banned. Um, I think they're too, they're too big. Uh, They're too influential. Um, There's a lot of, there's a lot of huge conservative public figures that are way too influential where if they were ever banned, there would be a hellstorm. You know what I mean? (laughs) Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. Cause I think the typical, I think he has like 2.1 million followers. DC has 2 million million. patriots, (laughs) 2 million patriots. That would be really pissed off. Oh yeah. yeah. (laughs) That wouldn't be, so I think, I think, you know, I think doing what we're doing in terms of just not being afraid to post. Yeah. Um, I think the fear of being banned is, is more so what they're trying to inflict mm. rather than actually banning people. Mm. Um, I think point. they just want you to know that they're watching you and, and oh, we're, we're going to ban you. And, I don't know. I'm I'm not afraid. Okay, ban me. I'll make another account. You know, right? People will <laughs> um, find you, or I'll just people will find you. You know, just mm-hmm. that's it's important because the media media runs this country. Mm. Period. In all forms. I don't mean just news sure. media. I mean media, social media. Right. It's a whole new generation. I mean, it's it's so important and it's super crucial in this generation. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think, I think the news media is going to start to fall off. Mm. I, I like think I think we're going to have, I think we're going to have our headliners, but I think we're also they're going to start becoming a bit outdated, also, in my mm. opinion. Hmm. Hmm. I like that you say that, man. I like it because I don't know if you saw today there was a new poll on joe biden and his approval rating went down to 36 <laughs> percent. yep so, yep and kamala's at what 25 oh my god i don't i don't know but she, yeah i think so like she's that low she's in the 20s he's oh my gosh it's funny yeah I had one of a <laughs> i had a person comment on one of my posts like uh you know the true percentage for Joe Biden is 6%. They just added 30% like they always do. I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. good stuff, man. I like that. <laughs> um, oh, man. Yeah. So what, a couple more questions and then, um, you know, yeah. we'll, we'll let you go, man. But uh, 
what what is what would you say that is your goal with your music honestly just to luke combs new song says it best if anybody's heard it yeah uh doing this yeah that pretty much says it best it doesn't matter where i'm at who i'm playing for i mean of course i'd love to you know that's the dream is to play for a huge crowd of people and that's 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 the big dream is yeah I just want my music heard. Hmm. That's it. Hmm. You know, I I wanna I wanna be able to be heard, and I wanna be able to make that happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, and yeah, that's that's pretty much it. And like you know, Luke said in that song is, I'll be doing it regardless. Yeah. <laughs> I'll always be doing it. It's it's just a part of you. Anybody who's a musician, um, it's or any kind of artist, it it's just a party. Yeah. And if you can make a living out of it, that's awesome. And of course, you know, um, everybody has that dream, but if not, you know, you just do the best you can with it. Yeah. And I mean, I'll keep posting my videos on YouTube and I'll keep posting them on Instagram. And, you know, as long as people keep listening and, and checking it out, I'll keep producing. I mean, yeah. I'll always be there. So if you want to come find me, just check out the page. <laughs> yeah. I love it, man. I love it. I think that's awesome because it, to me, that shows that, you know, you like you said, you're not there to do it for the money. You're not there to try to yeah, get fame. Mean, you know, you're doing it just because you freaking love it. Oh yeah, uh, absolutely. And my favorite thing, <laughs> my favorite thing during the day is uh, that for Spotify. There's a there's a Spotify for artists app. Mm-hmm. And it shows you the insights and it shows you like live listens. Yeah, and that's like one of my favorite things is to watch people like listening to it. I'm like, that's so cool. It never gets old. I'm like, that's so cool. There's 13 people listening to this right now. (laughs) That's like the coolest thing to me. Yeah, yeah. I hear you, man. Because like whenever I, you know, I post a podcast or something, you know, you can look at the analytics, and I'm, yeah, yeah. I mean, people have listened to like around the world. I'm like, holy crap, someone listened to this in Canada and India. Yeah, exactly. Sweet. (laughs) Yeah. Your top states and stuff. I'm like, well, I've yeah. never even been there. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, that's yeah. the coolest thing. Yeah, no, I hear you, man. That's that's really awesome. Yeah, honestly, I just want that to keep happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, that's, I, that's pretty much what I was trying to say. Yeah. Spotify uh, for artists app. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. Um, last question, man. What is there anything that you would like to leave with your people? You know, leave with the audience. You know, words of encouragement or something what, what do you do you want to leave something with the audience yeah well for one um no matter the size of your platform don't be afraid to use it hmm. uh there's just because you hear from the people with a large platform more often hmm. doesn't mean that there's not more people with a small platform hmm. so don't think that your smaller platform is any less influential than large platforms I mean, I, I have a small account and I'm still, you know, putting my videos out and I'm pushing and pushing. And, and I think if, if it's just something that, you know, you want to be a part of and, and you believe in. I think there's a lot of people that are confused as to, as to how, you know, how can I help? I don't have any connections. I don't. That's it. Just posting and sharing and, and mm. you know, make some time, show up to a rally, something like that. Yeah. It doesn't have to be anything crazy. Um but yeah, I think it's I think it's just important that anybody who hasn't already uh, wakes up, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. realizes what's what's going on, mm-hmm. and uh, stop watching 
specific news channels. <laughs> you can say it, dude. Stop, it's all good. <laughs> and stop relying on social media for everything. Yeah. I think that's the biggest thing. Uh, as I'll go back to what I was saying earlier. I think I think TV news is starting to become outdated. And that's what I meant by that is most people, well, where'd you read that on Facebook? Well, where'd you read that on Instagram? Right. You know, most people don't watch news anymore. Right. Most people don't, most people don't watch TV anymore. And it's just, yeah. if they do, it's Netflix. I mean, sure. <laughs> you know, oh, absolutely. so I think it's just important to, you know, stay educated and, and stay updated on, on what's happening, but make sure you're, you're following the right people and make sure you're paying attention to the right crowd because uh, there's a huge gap in in what's going on <laughs> between yeah. one side and the other <laughs> so i mean yeah. it's it speaks for itself just pay attention like i said dc drano the typical liberal check them out on instagram those guys they'll definitely keep you up to date mm-hmm. on everything going on those guys post multiple times a day mm-hmm. um i know i just said don't rely on instagram for <laughs> for your media but i mean if, <laughs> if you are to be on media or social media those guys are definitely worth following. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, Robbie Starbuck, Ben Shapiro, all these guys, you know, if, if you are going to follow people, uh, follow politicians or people that are, you know, just very well-rounded in, in that industry. Uh, it's, there's two different industries, politics and, and TV. Mm-hmm. Don't follow the TV industry. Mm-hmm. That's it in a nutshell. I like that, man. That's awesome. Well, Cameron, I just want to say, dude, I believe in you. I love what you're doing. I love what you're saying. love what you're standing on. And I believe that if you continue to do what you're doing, man, you'll continue to make waves. I totally believe Man, I appreciate it. I really do. Yeah. Well, man, thank you again. Appreciate you. You're awesome. We'll, uh, I would love to have you on again in the near future. Um, yeah, absolutely. I'd love to be on again. Awesome, man. Well, just continue making your awesome music. awesome thank you man all right peace out bro. great talking to you all righty ladies and gentlemen i hope you guys enjoyed that interview i hope you guys got something out of it i believe cameron is going to be going really really far he's going to make a lot of waves in the country music industry guys go ahead and follow him on twitter instagram tiktok at cameron byfield music go ahead find him on all those social medias you will like it. I guarantee it. Also, if you guys haven't already, go ahead, subscribe to my podcast, subscribe to me on any of the video platforms that you guys are watching me on. That would be greatly appreciated. Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen, just want to remind you to be who you are, be the person that God created you to be, and to God bless America.